Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. All right, welcome in on this week's Always Aggravated, a jam-packed episode. I am back with the preview you didn't ask for. We'll get to that next. I have a summer obsession. I can't stop making this. We're going to get to it. And it's not love. No, no, and if I did, it would just be disappointing (laughs) for whoever it was with. Uh, No, and also, and, and also... A listener mailbag, because you you animals out there can't stop asking for listener mailbag. So we'll get a few questions at the end. That's all up next on Always Aggravated. All right, gentlemen. So this marks the fourth straight year I have run into a listener at Saratoga. And I I decided finally, because Sully told me there were some people on social media asking a few questions, and I have never put this down on paper or put it down on audio where it's like you got so many people who are like a i wish he'd shut the fuck up about saratoga (laughs) but b there is a portion of the audience who's like ah tell me more so i have put together what i deem 48 hours in saratoga Mm. the perfect boys weekend or if you so choose I'll, i'll look away from roberto for this uh, the perfect couples weekend, forty-eight hours. <laughs> a look away from Roberto. in Saratoga. I can't. I can't because he cringes when I say the <laughs> word couples. Th- there it is. Look at that. Those pursed lips. But he- here's my point. I have so much to share, but I, I want to give you what two days in Saratoga can be. And I know the part Roberto's going to want to talk about the sex. He's going to want to talk about the the ladies, and the, <laughs> the eye candy, and the liquor. There's plenty of all that. Uh, correct. Sully wow. being someone who has actually been to Saratoga. Um, so I, I guess I would lay it out like this. I will roll through this. There's a food element, a booze element. There's a scenery element, a gambling element. I, I'm going to roll through them. And all I ask is the minute I say something remotely that piques your interest, please pipe in. And then I'll tell you more. The things that aren't interesting, I won't. Fair enough? Yeah. All right. I just want to know one. Do they have indoor plumbing there? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's not some bullshit campground in like Kaz City. Oh, okay. What's the matter with you? (laughs) So here's the deal. All right. You get 48 hours in Saratoga. Here's how you start. Here's how you start day one. You're going to go to a place that I think is legendary, and it's a greasy spoon, and it's a small little diner, just about mile and a half, two miles from the track. It's called the Triangle. Why? Because it's built on a little triangle of land, and if you're not careful, you get run over by a car. The point is, this place is one of the great American diners I have ever been to anywhere in this country. And their specialty is the sexual, back-of-a-t-shirt good, French Toast Club Sandwich. We're rolling out. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking you to a funky little joint that serves a club on French toast. This is the triangle. 
This hippie husband and sailor <laughs> wife are slinging Thai food. This is the squiggly duck. All right, we're not doing an entire show of Guy Fieri. My point is, you go to the Triangle, you get a French toast club and about six cups of coffee, and you look over your Man, race that form. sounds. I don't even know if that sounds great or if Dude, you can get great. You can get the French toast club. You can get it with sausage, egg, and cheese mm. on the French toast. Okay. You can go syrup on, syrup right. off. You can change the toppings. Dude, mm, this, I'm sure it would be good. Yeah, got it up right here. I'm just looking at the menu right I now. I bet you got it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I'm telling you, everything at this joint is scratch, and it's a factory. I just pump them in and out. I showed up. I showed up with the misses this past weekend in Saratoga. There were people lining the park benches outside. We were still sat within 15 minutes. Well, it is. That's what I'm talking factory. about. It's an old school diner. But you go there. You start your day there. Mm. Okay. What'd you have? Uh, I did an omelet, western, uh, no toast or potatoes, because you know I don't do that shit no more. And I had a side. Their sausage links are unreal. They're the size of submarines. They're Mm. unbelievable. Now, when you go to a diner like this in the morning, is it more of a, uh, and I forget the one we went to that one morning, but is it more of a coffee, orange juice type crowd, or is it a screwdriver and mimosas? No, this is a greasy spoon, train car, American diner out of a movie. Got mm. But they kill mm-hmm. it. Everything is scratched. They're, they're, they're maniacs at this place. So the triangle, you got to have one of your mornings in Saratoga at the triangle. Got to. Okay? So then you're the other breakfast spot, this is for the other way of doing things, is a place called the Horseshoe. And it's just outside of the track, just off the, the clubhouse. Turn. Isn't that a bar, too? Yes. I'm okay. going to get to that a little okay, later. Gotcha. By day, it's civilized <laughs> yeah, it's breakfast. Still morning. Yeah, by night, it's you, <laughs> dry humping, it's you dry humping everything inside. Oh. Right, exactly. But we'll get to it. But the horseshoe's not nearly as special. It's just got a cool view. You can look into the track. If you went and got a picnic table, more on that later, you can go right over to the horseshoe if you want, or you go to the triangle. But those are the two. I don't, I don't fuck with downtown if it's a track day. That's cool. If we're going to the track, I got two options. I'm either going to the triangle or I'm going to the horseshoe. So there's your breakfast options. They have a super fecta breakfast. Take me through it. One pancake, two eggs, any style, and home fries, toast, bacon, ham, or maple sausage. Solid. Don't need the bacon or the ham. All right. I know. I know David doesn't (laughs) dine on swan. All right. So now. (laughs) Un-American. Oh, Oh my goodness. Now, presuming presuming you are at the track for lunch, because I don't get people who go to Saratoga and don't go to the track. Here we go. You ready? Couple options. There's the picnic area option. More on that later. Where you pack your own lunch, meaning you wheel in a cooler big enough to fit a body in, and you line it with four or five bags of ice, and I send you to Roma's Italian Imports, and you get what? Now this is the Roberto section. You can <laughs> I'm, have I'm them. Already, I'm already at their website. You I'm can already. have them make the sandwiches for you, Roberto. The pesto mayo is unbelievable. You can have them make the sandwiches for you. Pesto mayo. Oh, David, wow. it, it is it is like ectoplasm for adults. Mm. It's unbelievable. But you can either have the sandwiches made, or you can do the buffet where you just go in and go, give me a pound of this, a pound of that, a pound of this, a pound of that. Homemade olives, homemade salads, all of it. You 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 bring it all, okay? And Sully, you've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I go Fantastic. to Roma's. I come out with a shopping cart. I load up that cooler. 
And then you load the cooler with your canned beer. And for the kids, the White Claws. Oh, yes, of course. Um, you can always bury a bottle or two of what looks like bottled water, but it's really Tito's. And you put it at the bottom of the cooler with a little X on the bottle. Then they're, they're never going to find it. But to get the picnic table, you got to be willing. This is the deal now. You got to get up. You got to be up to the track by 630. Mm -hmm. You got to get in line. Mm -hmm. And when they open those gates, it's like the running of the bulls. Everybody sprints to go your table. Get, yeah, because the best picnic tables are under these canopies that have TVs in them. Mm -hmm. Saratoga's built into a forest. So you got to bolt. Mm -hmm. And you got to go and you got to get your tape. Now, it's an honor system. I have never once had anybody fuck with my stuff. <laughs> ever. It's never happened. You get your head taken off. You can put down a single newspaper. And come back three hours later, that newspaper will be there. There won't be anybody sitting See, that's that what I'm always worried about wow. with stuff Won't like happen. That. Okay. Won't happen. No, what do you, is it a, do you put down a, uh, I, I am, I, just the cooler? No, oh, no, I don't bring the cooler to run for the table. I bring the cooler back when I'm ready to so make my, so you get the table, when I'm ready there. to make my so, grand entrance, I'm rolling that coffin known as a cooler right so back in. So it's just tablecloth or what? What I do is I buy two plastic tablecloths, oh, okay. lay them down, and then I move one table next to the other, and yeah. I like to get about a, a two picnic table connected buffet line. Mm -hmm. I like to really have some space. <laughs> you have so much food too, it's great. Well, because then, well, what we also do is when we leave Roma's, we go get the pickies, as my dad calls them. So the pickies are things like chips, Twizzlers, candy. Nutter uh, butter bites. Nutter butter bites. I know you, you and oh, the yeah, fellas yeah, yeah. enjoyed those. Okay, I understand you, why it's called pickies. You're just pickies. grabbing at it, picking nah, at it again. Forget that. You should be able to get everything Roberto at Roma's. Just I'm looking a, at Roma's. They can get anything you want You there. just want a pound of mortadella Listen to Eggplant parm. Yeah. Ooh. Chicken parm. Oh, sausage yeah. and peppers. And they'll make any of that in a sandwich for you. Oh. And then the key is you, you take your, your mm. sandwiches, which are already wrapped nice, but then you got to insulate. You got to throw them in a plastic bag. Tie it to sit it on top of the ice. We right. can't. We cannot have that bread compromised. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. So your lunch one way is the picnic area. Now that's a distinct Saratoga experience that I would challenge. No track in America can match, and most tracks don't have. That's one. And you can still walk into the track too. It's not, it's, oh no 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 doubt the picnic area. Just want to be clear on that. You can still look into the paddock. Yeah. You won't be dressed to get into the paddock, but you can look into the paddock when the horses are warming up. You can walk the artist row, the food truck row. You can go track side, right go the right up line, to the yeah. rail. This brings me to my other way of doing lunch at the track. If you are uh, on the porch of the clubhouse where golf attire, totally acceptable, i.e. just don't look like a fucking slob and they'll let you in. Oh. Shorts and a polo shirt, you're good. Or they just built this new thing, and I sampled it this weekend. They built this thing called the 1863. It's the first truly air-conditioned building that Saratoga has. <laughs> wow. This thing is unreal. But guess what? Very friendly as far as the attire goes as well. If you're doing lunch at the track this way, there's some honey holes that you need to discover. Mm. One of them we talked about on our regular radio show the other day, a place called Hattie's. Hattie's Famous Chicken. Now, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what this woman does with this stuff, but it is like sprinkled with angel dust. Mm. The drug, not like it's. Oh, it, yeah, I know. D David, <laughs> David, you can go and get a Hattie's Chicken Sandwich trackside. Mm. And it, it is the biggest deboned chicken breast you will ever see between two pieces of bread. The Kaiser Roll, take it or leave it. But she's got this sweet slaw she puts on the top. Of oh. mm. Now, there's a Hattie's restaurant in downtown Saratoga. You can go there. You can sit. Oh, you yeah, can that's have what I'm looking at. The more grandiose stuff. But Hattie's Chicken Shack at the track mm. is a winner. Here's the other winner. 
You mosey on over, whether you're leaving the clubhouse. Maybe you just don't want to talk to anybody at the at your uh, little picnic setup. You want to get away. You just lost a race. You've had a terrible beat in the pick four. You go by the post bar, which it oh there it is, Roberto. Doesn't it look good? He's got a picture of fried Let chicken. Let me see monitor. it, Roberto. Yeah, Roberto is now gnawing at the monitor like a horse on its stall. Whoa. Okay, yeah. So that's that's one way to have lunch. I know D- David is now moist as the chicken. Man, that looks so good. But the other way you can do it, you go by the paddock, you know, where where you see the jockeys get on a horse, and it's the pre-race ritual. They have an entire open-air bar next to the paddock. Drinks are flying, full cocktail menu, full beer, you know, the whole deal. A lot of ladies over there, too. Ah, this is the Roberto Mm. portion. My point is, right next to that bar, about 10 steps away, only separated by betting windows, they have a French fry joint. They have a taco joint, and then they have the mighty Shake Shack. Mm. Now, the Shake Shack is 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 the deal. Now, I don't know what they put in shack sauce. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but when you, let's say you don't want any more Italian cold cuts. Let's say you get away from the picnic. Impossible. Area. Let's say you leave the 1863. You don't want uh, you don't want a little carving station. You don't want. Now, I'll tell you, that's the other thing. If you go to the, if you go any of you out there, and you ever decide you're going to go to the porch on the clubhouse. You must get the Saratoga chips with the French onion dip. Mm. Jesus Christ. David, they are the thickest, crunchiest potato chips. They fry them in-house. Ooh. And, and, and you can't break them. You could grout tile with these things. You bring them right across, <laughs> right across the tile. <laughs> it, and they, they bring you this French onion dip. And you just dip them. Oh, my God. How I didn't eat those last weekend, that was the ultimate willpower. I stayed away. Man. I've never had Shake Shack. Is it it better than In-N-Out? You've never had Shake Shack? It's better than In-N-Out? Yeah, it's better than In-N-Out. Listen to me. I don't believe it. First of all, the Shake Shack Shack cheeseburger is amazing. But you know what Shake Shack does? It's amazing. They griddle their hot dogs. They split them right down the middle and they griddle them. And then they grill the bun. A little butter on there and they toast that. That son of a bitch, too. So... It's, it's all there for you. So there's your lunch at the track, okay? Now, here's the key. The seating, we covered it. You got your picnic area. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yes. You got to get up early. But that's how you go with the boys. Somebody draws the short end of the stick. No, no fucking excuses. Get out of bed. Mm. Get up to the track. Get in line. And then r- it's like the running of the bulls. Go get your table for the group. Because the next day, you're off. And the rule is, whoever gets the table drinks for free. That's how it works. Wow. That's a major sacrifice. Now, here's where it goes from there. This is very important stuff. What Roberto wants to know. And what the gentleman would like to know. Where are the ladies? The ladies (laughs) in the clubhouse are typically of an older, more mature variety. Okay. The ladies are going to be located in two places while you're at a day at the races. One is going to be in the picnic area where it's pandemonium. All right. Every weekend is spring break. It's insanity. Now, the other area, I think, is the combination of the paddock bar and... The apron of the track, when you go to the rail of the track and you are not in the grandstand and not in the clubhouse, you're looking at But that area, people bring mini coolers. And as some people say, what is it? There's no law when you're drinking White Claw. It gets kooky. (laughs) Uh The best. Okay? Those, now Roberto, the sundresses strolling. Mm. I mean, this is where Roberto wouldn't see a single race all day. 
He would stand at the paddock bar and he would do scouting of a different variety. <laughs> Look at him. He's not even paying attention. I'm trying to I'm trying to find pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, it, remember I, the first time I went there, I was honestly surprised. Like I knew you told me all oh, there'll be girls there and stuff, but I was surprised just walking around how many girls in sundresses there it's were. A, and younger girls it's too, a not just college the college party women. haven. Um now, the day at the races has concluded. And whether you were in the picnic area or whether you were in the clubhouse, whether you were a winner or you were a loser like me last weekend, little post-race cocktail at a little place called Ciro's. That place now, is great. Ciro's is interesting because it is a douche factory. There is no question about it. Oh. But the people watching is absolutely marvelous. Marvelous. You, it, it, you will see somebody who you swear they got married that day the way they're dressed, and then you'll see a guy in a Randy Macho Man Savage tank top. It's <laughs> remarkable. Everyone's outside. There's live music. You got people who've been blacked out since 2 p.m. You got other people who don't drink at all and going, what the fuck am I doing here? You got people who have won races that day. You got other people who probably lost their mortgage payment. It's a remarkable potpourri of society. You go to Ciro's, you have a post-race drink. It's right outside the track. It's a shit show. But it's worth seeing it to believe it. Then we get to the dinner portion. Because your day's not done at Saratoga. It can't be done. Then we go to dinner. Now, I've got two ways we can do this, too. I did them both this past weekend. One is very casual, very fun, great for groups. It's a place called Boca Bistro. It's just this little tapas place. Mm -hmm. You order a shit ton of small plates, but this is where Roberto's eyes are going to perk up. They got like four kinds of sangria. They um, also have, and this is where David's going to be left in the cold because there's a swine element to this. <laughs> they have the single, this, it is the most addicting little edible thing I've ever had. They do these bacon wrap dates with this little, like, uh, I don't know what the hell kind of cheese is in them. I remember. Roberto. I'm trying to find it. Here. Roberto, they're like sex nuggets. These <laughs> things you can't stop. So they bring them out four at a time. The minute they hit the table, uh, it's like the scene in Jurassic Park when they lower the yak down into the velociraptor pit. Goop, 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 gone. Uh, we'll take another order of those. Oh. But it, it's it's an awesome joint. It's not pretentious. Super cool. Great for groups. Staff is awesome. I love that place. All right. So Just don't be late if you're coming to join us there, right? Yeah, please. Remember that? That was, that was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I don't appreciate people that are tardy for reservations they didn't make. Oh. That pisses me off. No, no, that's bullshit. When you don't make the reservation and you're late, that's bullshit. That's true. Get your ass there. And we're not and, and early. These, and these people who we, who we love, but we're, they were absolutely, okay, we're not talking about 10 minutes late. Here you go. Stuff dates. Date date stuffed with I don't even know what this is crack, Val Valdian. Listen to me and Mar oh Valdian and Marcona almonds wrapped in bacon yeah. and cider glaze. Oh yeah, yeah sure, Roberto. You yeah. will eat twenty of those. Things. Look at that! I'm looking at it right now. You'll have them coming out of your fucking ears. You won't know <laughs> what to crazy. do. You'll be wearing bacon as a headband. You'll look like Ralph Macchio in the karate. Well, yeah, kid. they're only like the size of a spoonful. That's so like wh that's why they're the devil. Can I order like twenty four of them? You could just order four <laughs> orders, and then you end up with meat sweats. All right, at so night. That, that's, that's just true. just just listen. That place is kick ass for big groups and drinking and ordering a bunch of shit. Now you want to do the fancier side? Okay, no problem. There's a great place up there. But you're never going to get in for dinner. Don't try. They book up for the Saratoga meet, I swear to God, Christmas. 
So I don't even fuck with this place as far as like dinner with groups or on Saturdays or Fridays is. A place called 15 Church. Mm. Cool spot. They got an entire half of the restaurant that's outside, and the patio turns into like, I'm Mike Sullivan. Everybody <laughs> clap. Like it turns into kind of a clubby kind of deal. Great for a post-dinner drink. More on yeah. that in a moment. But the two spots you got for the golf people who want to stare at a golf course, you go to Prime at Saratoga National where the entire patio, outdoor, fire pits everywhere, it's overlooking, I think, the 18th yep. hole. Yep. Great steak place. Expensive. It's stupid. It's offensive. The point is, <laughs> you got no outs. It's the Saratoga meat. You know you're fucked. The other place is right in the heart of downtown, place I like, and you can get in sometimes, and when you can't, I would just offer you, I can't say it for a fact, I will just tell you that it may or may not have worked multiple times in the past. If you duke the front end, they may just happen to find a table for you. Just throwing that out there. The Which point happens. is, place called Salt and Char. Unbelievable steak joint. So there are your dinners mm. in Saratoga. Now, here's the best part. The post-dinner party. This is why you come to Saratoga outside of the race day, outside of the gambling, the drinking, Roberto drooling at sundress. And this is all walking distance? Oh, all of it, Roberto. Okay. It is, it, it is the best. Saratoga. Yeah, you know, this comment, this may be taken as hyperbole, but I, I mean it. I, I, I'm telling you, Roberto, you're going to be offended by this. A good day in Saratoga <laughs> is better than sex. <laughs> no way. Uh, David, no way. David I'm sorry. It. it just is. The food alone, I'm, you I'm on leave, board with you. You, you leave a beautiful day, whether it's in the picnic area or the fancy pants area. You stroke a couple races. You're drinking, you're enjoying the sun. The you're, beautiful, beautiful, the beautiful, sunset. beautiful mm. late double. <laughs> like, you, if, this, if this, all these menus, all these places, if they were in Gary, Indiana, to me, it'd be better than sex. Well, that's what I mean, Roberto. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm Mike, you're, you're not here, right? You're away from this place. And I'm telling you, Saratoga don't stop. Then at night, the bars are open till 4 o'clock. Now, I haven't seen four o'clock in years. I can't do that. That's, That's just, awesome. it's too much. The point is, <laughs> do that and then get up and get your uh, yeah, yeah just go down. straight there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, That's what Sully would do. <laughs> I got a, I got a story for you. No, I got a story. Now I can't say the person's name because this would this would discredit them. But I know somebody who once partied until close and went and slept two hours in a horse stall, and then moseyed oh on God. over and got a picnic table. <laughs> How you doing? Zero bullshit. That is insane. I applaud that individual. There's usually an empty stall or two in every barn. He managed to creep back. Mm. And this story's been verified wow. by two other sources. This gentleman slept in a horse stall and went and got his picnic. That's the next insane. Thing. There was no horse in it, though, right? No, you'd be dead. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it's, you, you, that's not how that <laughs> no. works. And then he drank for free because he got yeah. the picnic table. The but the, the post-dinner drinks. 15 Church, if you go to the patio... Bars, uh, please, there's patios everywhere. Figure it out. You don't need me to tell you where to drink. You want a nightclub? Yeah. There's like three of them. You want after hours? I forget the name of the goddamn place because I never go because I'm too tired what, after a long day. What was the name of that place that we went with? I think it had a piano in it with the cocktails <sighs> that you always like to go to. Oh, that place will get you drilled. What is it? Um, 
No, that, Mike, that was They before. have some sort of great cocktail. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. That was before everybody wanted to go out-out. That was like the pre-drinking yeah. place. Jesus. place yeah. called uh, Nine Maple. What was that cocktail? Nine Maple. It, it, it was, was a... that coffee yeah, drink thing. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. The point is, Roberto, you have two of these. You'll think you're Diana Ross. It's a disaster. T- I'll tell everyone right now. I'm, I'm, I can't get off the salt and char website. <laughs> I, I can't. I, 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 that place was great, let me, too. Let me tell you something. I mean, l- let me listen tell you to something. One of the best, One of the best dinners I've ever had in my life. They do a ribeye cap. It's just that little end piece, that yeah. little piece of sex meat off a of ribeye. Mm-hmm. And they did it with this herb butter. Yeah. I mean, you combine a dinner like mm. that with winning at the track, with a sunny day, with not being in this shithole. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. That's cool. That's better than sex. Steak tartare. Ooh. Duck confit. Bro. Potato bro. skins. Bro. You could order blindfolded. You won't go wrong. <sighs> yeah. I can All just right. point so, that out. All I will wow. say to you is this. For years now, I, I have consistently met listeners at the track. People who have either loved the game before ever listening to our show or never knew of it b- uh, before. But whatever reason, they go, we heard you talk about it, want to get there. Shout out to Eric, who I met at the airport this week, who took his wife out there. I'm telling you, if you are looking for something to do that is different and that isn't Fucking up north. That <laughs> nonsense. Or it isn't, oh, we're going to the amusement park. We're going to Cedar Pine. What do you mean? Grow up. What are you, 12? You're riding a goddamn roller coaster. If you're looking for something to do, give Saratoga a shot. I don't care if you don't give a shit about horse racing. I don't care if you don't know how to gamble. Don't gamble. I, if you're just there to get fucking hammered and, and, and <laughs> meet people, whatever it is, Give it a chance. I'm just I'm going for Romas. Listen, <laughs> Roberto, we could get you in Saratoga. <laughs> no, because here's what would happen. Mike would be like, all right, Roberto, we're ready to go. We're going to the race. I'd be like, I'm just going to hang out here for a while, I think. And I would just stay at Roma all day. He'd stay at Roma, and he'd start stealing <laughs> olives. He'd get arrested. Yeah. Go ahead. No, here's what would actually happen. They'd go to that restaurant, and then the server would say, uh, you guys all set, ready for the check? And Roberto, i, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know that's what, what it would That's be? what would really happen. Uh, you, know, you remember the cartoon, Wiley E. Coyote and the Roadrunner? Yeah. yeah that's right. It, 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 he'd be the Roadrunner. Runner, all of us would be all of us would be the coyote. We yep. get hit by a fucking safe with the bill underneath. <laughs> in it. All right, but give it a shot. I'm telling you, it is not like any other horse track you've been to. The only comparative, and I and I'm, I hate to do this because I love the place. Keeneland's amazing. It's an incredible place. But man, do you feel that old Southern judgment upon you? Whether you're not Southern or you're not old money, I don't know. But Keeneland, if you just go and tailgate in the parking lot and stay out of the clubhouse and the fancier areas and you just party, Keeneland's a close second, but Saratoga's like nothing else. So, all right, I'm back from there, and when I disappear later this summer, you'll know I'm probably there again. But give it a fucking chance. I promise. Hell, send Sully messages. I will personally have this itinerary <laughs> sent to you via Sully. Do it. Yeah, we you can post will, that. You will love it. Hey, you want to get away, relax, and have a good time? Listen, you can't always go to Saratoga. It's only 40 days a year. But how about the D, Las Vegas? That's 365. The D, completely renovated. You can enjoy all the comforts of a high-end Vegas hotel without missing any of the good times going on around it. The best part, you save a ton of money in the room. Now, look, this summer, how about your fantasy football draft in Vegas? The D is hosting 2019 fantasy football draft parties that are unlike any other. 
Guys, $40 a person, you get your own man cave, four hours, minimum eight people, four big screen TVs, your own, your own private cocktail server, and you can add some food packages to the mix. Hey, fantasy football in Vegas, when you're done, you're in Vegas. Uh, it's a pretty good deal to me. You want a book? Give them a call, 702-388-2200. That's 702-388-2200. And as always, it's the D.com to book your stay today. The D.com, the D. Las Vegas. It is your home for sports and now fantasy football in Vegas. All right, gentlemen, so we can go one of two ways here. We can. The people just can't get enough of the mailbag. Fine, I'm here for all of it. We can go mailbag or Roberto, who's still staring at the the Roma imports in in Saratoga. Freaking out! All right, calm down, <laughs> take it easy. Or I can tell you about my summer obsession. Yes. Okay. Let's you want? Let, let me quickly do this now, David. We can also substitute this for something you would eat. Okay. I know you don't touch ribs. I know. But I know you. I know you like beef ribs. Sure, but no, you can't do this. I can't do right. Okay, you can't. The flavors would be all screwed up. But chicken, it, this is amazing as well. I've done it both ways. I am addicted to something now. This is a problem. You're addicted to sucking. Thank you out there. <laughs> My, so I like I I love the barbecue. I like to grill. I also like to smoke meats. Now I did something a few weeks back. My wife was out of town. I wanted to curate. A recipe. I wanted to try something that was just different. There was a flavor I was searching for. I love, and I mean, I don't like, I love Caribbean cooking. I adore it. It's unreal. The spice profile. Oh, I mean, David, they can take a piece of shit meat like oxtail mm-hmm. and make it be the best thing you've ever had in oh, your life. Oh, definitely. Caribbean cooking is magnificent. But above all, Jamaican jerk seasoning is like... A unicorn. None of it's bad, but some of it is great. So I love ribs, not baby backs, St. Louis. I like the bigger rib. Mm. It allows me to smoke them a different way. It allows me to keep them together. The baby backs to me, they shrink up. They end up falling apart. Just not a big fan. But I made my own jerk seasoning. Yeah, I know. Ironic, because I'm a jerk. The point is... I also combine this, David. Now, this is where this shit gets crazy. Roberto's head's going to explode. I, I smell marketing idea here. Oh, wait, wait till I tell the you. The jerk so, seasoning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a big picture of me flipping yeah. you off. Right. This jerk, no spice. <laughs> so I made my own jerk seasoning, top to bottom. I made it. I mixed it. Like, this is the shit that I do, like, during football season, if I'm going to watch football all day. Okay, now, if I want to do that, what am I putting together? It's a list that is way too long. I will just tell you very simply, um, buy the stuff, grind what you can, get the Scotch Bonnet peppers, okay? We're talking like 20 things? Yeah, roughly. Oh it's a lot. God. It's a lot. My, my point My point is not to sit here and give you the instructional. I, I want to see People if People are going to be asking for it after this. I'm well, trying. too bad. Okay, I'll well, tell you. I will tell you. find a way to get it. We got to sell it. No, no, let no. Me, let me tell you a place that I think does a good premix. Can I offer you that at least? Now, for our listeners who aren't local, this isn't going to help them. I'm sure they'd ship They can to find you. something. There is a good spot, and I don't know if it's if it's Beverly Hills or if it's, is it, it's not Bingham Farms, but it's a long 13-mile place called Penzies. P-E-N-Z-E-Y. Penzi. It's a spice shop. That's all they do is spices. Mm. They'll sell you bulk shit, but then they'll sell you mixes. If you don't want to go through the trouble of making your own jerk seasoning, they offer one that has no sugar in it either. 
which is key. Because the ones with sugar to me, they blacken too much, too quick if you're going to smoke ribs. Zero sugar in it, and it's a delicious blend. So you could go to Penzi's and save yourself the trouble. I digress. Here's what we do. Whoa, that is a lot of stuff. Roberto, it ain't no joke. I mean, you're talking... I mean, this could be different from yours, but you're talking allspice, mm-hmm. paprika, nutmeg, mm-hmm. cinnamon, parsley, mm-hmm. thyme, onion powder, cayenne pepper, garlic powder. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. And that's before you grind the peppers up. The point yes. is, oil your ribs up. Vegetable oil. I don't use mustard for shit like this. Oil your ribs up, nice thin little pat. Then you got to hit them with the, the jerk seasoning. And I mean, you got to get in every nook and cranny. You got to do this right. I set my my smoker for 225. I go low. I don't like cooking ribs high. I go 225. I <laughs> use a combination. Now, this is just my, what I did for this, and I thought it was unbelievable. I did oak, and I did cherry wood. Okay? Just two woods that I like with pork. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. David, if you're doing the chicken, we could go a different route. Like apple. Oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah, always good, too. A lot of people too. say, like, like, mesquite and some of these are way too powerful. Yeah. Completely overpower your food. Hickory's another one. Right? Yeah. And it's, it, in the Caribbean, they use, um, oh, what is it called? You can't even buy it up here. It is a type of wood, and I just can't think of the name. You can't even buy it. What Nothing. about pecan? Oh, pecan wood is great. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, but for this, so 225. And I get the ribs on there. And, I mean, if you know how to smoke meat, I don't need to teach you how to build a fire. I mean, get, what, what, what is this? What am I, Bear grills? <laughs> like, learn how to smoke things. But I put them on there, and I go three hours. And I rotate them an hour and a half in. I don't spray them. So I for an hour and a half, you don't even touch it. Don't, don't touch even it. look at it. Don't even look at well, it. Don't do nothing. Oh, that makes me so paranoid. No. <laughs> no. Can't do it. Any quality <laughs> smoker will hold its temperature if the yes. pit master has built the fire correctly. Mm-hmm. For an hour and a half, I sat there in the backyards with the dog. I had a drink. I was watching Yankee baseball, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I was relaxing. This is it was unbelievable. Hour and a half, turn the ribs. Just give them a turn. Now, this is all over indirect, but just turn them. After three hours, you're going to see just a little bit of that rib pull. Now, this is where this shit goes crazy. This was the next step, Roberto. They already smelled amazing. Mm. They had already formed a beautiful, dark, luscious bark. But, Roberto, this is where we went to the next step. I used a method that I don't use all the time for ribs, but I did for these. It's called the Texas crutch. You foil them. You take your slab of ribs. Put a big, you got to get the heavy-duty Reynolds wrap. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to war in the kitchen. Yeah. There's the regular Reynolds wrap, and then this thing is twice as long and like twice as thick. Yeah. This mm. is Reynolds wrap you could wrap a body in, okay? <laughs> so it is the aluminum foil. You lay out a sheet. You double sheet it. In the bottom of this sheet, you're going to use, and I know this sounds gross, but you ask any competition barbecuer, they're going to tell you the same thing. You use the squirtable margarine. The cheap shit. Ah. You put a layer of that down. Then you put a layer down of your dry rub. And then, this is where I went next level with this shit. You ready? I took a good amount of Jamaican rum. And I poured ah. the rum wow. all in there. That, mm. Then I put the ribs meat side down. Mm. Put a little bit more rum on the top. You wrap these up airtight. You make your, I was making three racks that day because I was going to give a rack to somebody who I knew would appreciate it. See, I'm not a bastard. I'm a nice person. <laughs> My point is you wrap them up. You put them back on that smoker. Now, you can go as much as two hours in the foil. I don't because I feel like then, then they're fall off the bone and I can't wrestle with them yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I like an hour in the braising liquid. 
Now, when I put these things back on, I shit you not, the smell that was emanating from my smoker, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was this combination of smoky, sweet, spice, and then, holy shit, is that rum? Like, it wow. was unbelievable, okay? After that, my smoker's different. I don't have one of these pellet deals. I got a, I got a smoker. You have to actually manage the fire, right? I got an egg. I open the dampers up top, up bottom, flip the lid open, and I get that fire raging. In the meantime, unwrap my ribs. Now, I want to dive into these right now, but I don't. <laughs> you gotta let it sit. But I don't. Because now we need to go to the grill. Now we need to barbecue. Yeah. The difference between smoking and barbecuing. <laughs> this is surgical. Oh, Roberto. Wow. <laughs> I only wish I had more time because time is the requirement for this. But I had a, I had a Saturday afternoon twice. Well, once was a Saturday, once was a Sunday. I've already made these twice. I'm doing it again this weekend. I'm mm. going to teach my brother-in-law to make it. Mm. It's going to be unbelievable. My point is, you put them on that grill, and you can't worry about them burning. They're not going to burn. They're so juicy, and they're so moist, mm-hmm. and they're so flavorful. <laughs> Roberto, the crust that I got to put on these in just a couple of minutes, meat side down, bone side down, uh-huh. pull them off. Mm. What happens next, you only regret that you get full so quick. It is such a rich, <laughs> flavorful, spicy, but Crispy. not too spicy. Oh. And here's what I pair with it. I just, you put a good bottle, opinions vary, get a nice bottle of habanero or Caribbean hot sauce. Yeah. And if you want to go simple, just habanero Tabasco. Yeah, I just like a little drip. Yes. Little boop, boop, Each boop. bite, you want that little boop. nipple of flavor, yeah. that little kiss of habanero yeah. delight. I am telling you. Now, I love regular ribs, okay? I am a dry rub guy. I I do it all. This is my summer addiction. I can't stop with this shit. Like, I'm going to do them this weekend because I'm going to be in Saratoga a couple weekends, and I guarantee you when I get back, I'm going to make these things again. (laughs) I can't deflate. It is, like, the, the best, some of the best ribs I've ever had in my life is, like, when I've been on vacation with my wife, where we got married is a tiny little island, right? It's called Anguilla. And there's a guy there named Ken. I don't know his last name. And he don't own a fucking restaurant. <laughs> what he owns is a couple oil drums that sit outside of a church. Uh-huh. And after mass well, gets out every Sunday, uh-huh. Ken's ribs is open for business. Uh. And what comes off those pits and whatever that little pepper sauce he serves with it, David, you mm. you could feed an army of 40 for about <laughs> 15 bucks. Mm. These ribs remind me of that, except these are, like, over the top. Now, listen, if you want, we can do an end-of-summer celebration. I will make these, and, David, I will absolutely smoke you a whole chicken done in the same process. I will take care of you. I was thinking more, I'll I'll probably come by Saturday. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. I'm going to go out in my backyard, and Roberto's going to be topless, three beers deep. What took you so long? (laughs) But I'm telling you right now, this is a totally different spin on ribs. Dude, I can't stop. Wow. Cannot stop. Mm. My mouth's watering. That sounds great. Why don't we do an end of summer or beginning of football season kickoff at the house? And, David, I promise you, you tell me the part of the chicken you want or if you want the whole chicken. The whole chicken. You can wear it as a hat. I'll do whatever you want. (laughs) We will make it proper. All right, Roberto, you in on this? Yeah, hell yeah. If you're a listener 
Come on now. You, you tell me you like the Four Seasons. Get out and smoke some meat. Mm. Uh, big Power is at it again, raising rates enough. Don't pay their high rates and increases. Pay yourself. Go solar. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch. Uh, why is that? Because they hook you up with battery storage. Well, what, what does that matter? Well, when the days are long and the sun is out, you produce more power than you can use. So save it. Use it later. Own your power. Don't rent it. Power Home Solar, number one residential solar provider in the state. One of the top solar installation companies in the nation. Power Home installs America-made panels. 30-year warranty. You can own your power, not just rent it from the power company. And as a partner of the Lions, look, they've installed solar panels at Ford Field and the practice facility in Allen Park. They want to build a movement towards cleaner, greener energy. So if you want to see if it's right for you, go to PowerHome.com. That's PowerHome.com or give them a call, 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. All right, so last thing this week, and you guys keep asking for them, and I ain't got no problem doing them. It's fun. It's different. And really, it's kind of like a an interesting, chill conversation. Mikey, you organized a listener mailbag. Let's roll through some of these, see where we're at. Absolutely, yeah. Tons of great uh, responses, as always. Are we we still, I'm out. sorry to interrupt you. Are we still doing a midsummer mailbag? Yes. Yeah, that, we can do that in a couple weeks, too. This will be for when I fully disappear, and it is Saratoga <laughs> season every day. That's right. So, all the responses on twi- both Twitter and Instagram. Oh, my favorite. Now... This is an interesting one because it, it's kind of for everybody, but who is the one guest that each of you would love to have on this podcast one day? So someone that sticks out. Hmm. Well, there are two answers. There's the bucket of answers that could get me in trouble, and then there's the bucket of answers that would just be safe and easy. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to stay safe and easy because I really don't feel like causing myself strife uh, <laughs> before I go on vacation. Who would I like on this pot? Well, uh, I saw Mike Tarico at the Belmont, and Mike swears he is joining us for a football preview at the end of August. Now, we have tried to book Mike. I have talked with Mike. Mike is impossible to pin down. But Mike Tarico is one because he's a genuinely nice man. He wants to come in and do it live. I'm down. I do want Mike on the yeah, pod. Yeah, that'd be great. I do. What's he so busy with? Oh, I don't know. Being, <laughs> being NBC's number one guy doing about everything. everything. Yeah, oh. that would be it. Um I would say Tariko just because it's been elusive, and and I've 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 been with him face to face more than getting him in here to podcast. That that's I gotta pin him down. So I'll say Tariko. I have one other one, but I ain't gonna say it because it would get me in trouble. Hmm. Fair enough. Mine would be if we can get the caricature out of him, Stephen A. Smith. Really? Just to talk NBA, because he's such a good NBA guy, I think. He is. But but he's such a character now. Yeah, but here's the deal, man. We're all characters to a certain point. Mm -hmm. He's crossed the line now where the character is all he is. I know. Now, hey, I don't hate the hustle. Somebody wants to pay me $10 million a year, which is what he reportedly is making, and I need to act a certain way to do it. Character it is. You can knock me all you want. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to (laughs) dance. I'm going to do it whatever they want. Yep. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if you could have a real, uh, presuming a real conversation. Yes. 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 All right, Sully, who? Uh, I'd have to go with Scott Hansen, NFL Red Zone. Do you? Wanna, be, I would just love to talk to him just because it'd be fun. All right. Do you want to do that? That'd be realistic too. Do yeah. you want to do? That? I, I think that'd be cool. Book it for August. <laughs> Get him on here. He's got no excuse. He has nothing else to do the rest of the year. I just, if you want him on here, I will do it. 
but you have to be in here with me. 17 hours of commercial-free football. Yeah, great. Okay. I'd, uh, Roberto uh, who? Janis Joplin. All right, moving on. <laughs> I'd have to go with Bagel Guy. Let's get him. Yeah, oh, that's, my God. I, I don't even want to talk about <laughs> no. that story. Totally ridiculous. All right, guys, Sully here, and I want to take a quick moment to talk to you about our friends over at Coppercraft Distillery, Holland, Michigan. Now, look, we've talked about them a lot, and I think it's really worth your time just to try one of their products, whether you're down at Comerica Park, certainly in the right field bar, or just at your local retailer. Whether that's your local party store, certainly if it's your local restaurant or bar, try Coppercraft Distillery and their not only great Michigan products, but their award-winning products. But winning all sorts of awards for their straight bourbon whiskey and their distillery itself. Coppercraft Distillery over in Holland, Michigan. They also have some fantastic new products this summer, such as their canned cocktails. Super easy. Don't have to mix a drink. It's a canned gin and tonic, right? Or a canned whiskey lemonade. Makes it super easy. It's great for tailgates, great for boating, great for walking around the ballpark, certainly. And just another cool product that Coppercraft has. That's Coppercraft Distillery. Learn more, coppercraftdistillery.com, and check them out today. Coppercraft Distillery over in Holland, Michigan. Next question. From Jared. Mike, where are you going for your yearly college football destination? Great question. So I have two options. Now, I haven't made a final decision. We were originally looking at LSU versus Auburn. Nice. I've always wanted to do LSU. Now, it's a little tougher this year because one of my best friends decided to commit a cardinal sin and get married in the fall, and it's destination. So I'd mm. like to send a hearty fuck you to oh. TP out there. I won't say his name, but you know who you are. Um, so that makes my fall a little tougher. But the perfect situation, I met somebody a couple weeks ago. In Vegas. And he is a, unless this guy's just got a real creative personality, a major booster at Texas Tech. And mm. couldn't believe I recognized his hat because it had the guns up. It had a little red hand with black outline. Mm-hmm. You know, get your guns up. So we just started chatting up at the pool and had some drinks together. Older gentleman, but a nice man. And just talking football. And invited me and, and my friends down for a game anytime you want. I texted with them. The Lions bye week, Texas Tech hosts Oklahoma State. Now, I've mm. always been fascinated with Texas Tech. All the way back to Byron Hansbard mm-hmm. and Spike Dykes. And like, who is this team in these mysterious all-black uniforms? Wait, look on a map. How the hell do they get anyone to go there mm-hmm. to play? So the Texas Tech thing could be in line because we might be able to get hooked up with he's he, this dude's got a field suite. Showed me the damn pictures a of it. Field suite. Yeah. So if I can get hooked up with that kind of service, Ooh. it may be guns up for us. I may pivot from LSU and try Texas Tech. Both those would be crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I gotta pull it off if my friends would stop getting fucking married in the fall. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Second year in a row. You could leave the fall out to say, no, stop. (laughs) Stop it. Just don't get married in the fall. The worst. Next. Here's another one for you. Do you have any musical background? Oh. You? No. At all? Are they asking if you ever played any instruments or? Like in grade school, but that doesn't (laughs) fucking count. Next question. Everyone plays in grade school. Yeah, I played a maracas. He's really good at the one-piped organ. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah, the concerts are really short. Next. (laughs) Next. All right. What's the riskiest bet that you ever made? Riskiest? Well, all of them. I bet on animals. Are you kidding me? Think about it. 
I bet on horses. <laughs> That's what I do. Risk? All of it. Um, probably the riskiest bet. Okay. I I don't want to go down the wormhole, but I liked a horse that was 8 or 9 to 1 in the Belmont Stakes a few years ago. I was there. I singled him both in my pick four, only horse that could save me, and I had a huge win bet on him. And I think by the time he went off, it was five or six to one. So I'm not making this like it was the greatest, you know, 99 to one. But like if you if you single an eight or nine to one shot in a big race and it's it's a single in your pick four and you have a huge win bet on him, you got one way to get home. And I lost by a nose. A horse, Bobby Flay owned this ugly son of a bitch creator. One of those <laughs> horse had it looked like he had leprosy. Um, <laughs> Bobby Flay. Yeah, Bobby Flay owns him, uh, or one of the owners. But yeah, this horse ran him down and beat me at the wire by a neck, and mm. I would have won well into the five digits. Mm. I had a lot going there. That hurt. <laughs> that really. That made dinner salty. Next. All right. What sport do you guys like the least? Of the majors, hockey. I just grew out of it. I just, I can't do it all. Yep. Hockey would be mine. David? Yeah, it's hockey for yeah, me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Baseball's getting close, but it's hockey right now. Ain't that the truth. Next question. <laughs> That's funny. Roberto, you just said you had one or something. You don't like any sports. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hockey's pretty boring to me. Everything's pretty boring to you. <laughs> Next. What was your favorite moment as a student at Michigan State? Uh, Being done. <laughs> Next. No, I mean, I mean, what? You want me to say the, the home game against Notre Dame my freshman year where we were up 42-3 to three at the half? Sure, that would cover it. I mean, honestly, I'd never, I'd, I'd never been to a night game. I'd, I'd never been anywhere. I'd seen the ocean once in my life. I mean, it was, that was unbelievable to me. So, sure, that or, yeah, being done. If you could live anywhere in the country, where would you choose to live? Phoenix. I mean, I could say Scottsdale, but Phoenix. I mean, it, give me anywhere near Phoenix. That's where. The roads are nice. There's no humidity. Every house has got a pool. They got four <laughs> pro teams. They got two college teams that matter. I just dig it. I like it. Short flight to Vegas. I just like it. I agree. No, anywhere in the world is Jamaica for me. Uh, he said the States, didn't he? You, you said, no, no, I didn't specify. In the, in the world. Oh, if it's or no, the, any, no, anywhere in the country, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. in the yeah. country. Yeah. Don't 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 do this. Give me Saint Martin. Yeah, doesn't that count? No, it does not. not. (laughs) Jesus, what are you, Richard Branson? Next, this one from uh, someone named Terry Myers is great. Ask Mike if he's old school enough to split eights against a dealer ten. Yes, absolutely. Book says split, split it every time, and then get your head kicked in when you end up with two eighteens. Next, can we get a Valenti tailgating highlights menu sometime? A tailgate menu? Yes. Yeah, mark it down. We'll do it last week before football season. I'll mark down some tailgate recipes. Just because I don't tailgate anymore doesn't mean I can't make the food. Next. How about this one? Could you guys ever bring bra- bring back foul feedback? Why don't you guys do that anymore? I'm fine doing it if yep. you guys tell me you want to. The problem is it just stopped being funny because you can only get called a dickhead so many times. And then it's like, okay, do we have any new material? Mm-hmm. Like, it's cute, but the combination of that and then I just think there are certain people in this office that are incredibly sensitive like i mean we are all as humans certain things bother us here and there i've gotten a lot better at it over the last seven eight years but like overall there's just people here who don't like it yeah there's there's three kinds of things in that there's like the um really offensive type stuff you're really like Mm. going bottom of the barrel i wonder what those could be um second is you know just a lame joke that doesn't go over and And the third third one is is race 
Yeah, and, or like just bad roast, roasty type jokes. Right. You know what I mean, it's fun for about six months, but then you basically run out of you get everything. the same stuff. So yeah. we just decided, I don't know, like bring it back in a few years, and maybe it'll be fresh again. Next. Here's one for me. Sully, what's your go-to golf outfit? I feel like you're a pants guy when it's 80 degrees outside. Uh, I can honestly say I am not pants guy on the golf course, but uh, believe me, those guys do get made fun of. I saw someone the other day, 80, 88 degrees wearing pants. You know what I Are see? you white belt guy? That's what I was just going to say. No, Gr- a gray belt. Gray belt. Uh-huh. I saw Mike. I Bogey is I pants guy. I won't mention names, but Mike, you were talking to somebody during one of the commercials the other day. To a guy that works here that was in full regalia. It's bogey. No, oh. it was a different guy. Oh, he had on the belt. He had on like that. He had the whole deal going on. Who was mm. He had just come back from golfing. I assume. Oh shit! I don't know who the hell I was talking to. <laughs> mm. I try to block out anytime I'm in this. Yeah, office. that wasn't Kyle. I don't know who else. I try to be. pretend it I'll didn't happen. Next. What is the best hockey logo of all time? Hartford Whalers. I knew you'd say that. No question about it. Fabulous. If you can make a whale tail look sweet, you've really accomplished something. <laughs> Plus, the H and the W for Hartford Whalers are built in. It's functional. It's fashionable. It's beautiful. Do you guys think they'll bring back NCAA football? Yes. Video game? No. I do, well, I don't want to get in trouble. I Mm-mm. I know certain things. Yes. It will come back. It just, certain things have to happen first. But EA is dying to bring it back. But you know what they're not dying to do? Get sued. So certain things have to happen, but yes, they want to bring it Could back. this bill in California be the beginning of it? No comment. Mm. All right, how about this for a good one to end on? How did David... But man, do I miss that game. <laughs> how did David get the nickname Hatchet? That actually, I think that should be a question for Mike, because he a, gave me the nickname. No, it's a question for your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm kidding. About? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> David in the bedroom, you see. He, <laughs> yeah. he really... Yeah. Um, no, I, we, David has a way with callers, and it's a great talent for a phone screener because when you have a phone screener puts everyone through, the show suffers. David is the opposite of that. So one day, we were just joking around, and, and like, I, I, I think I just said, I mean, damn, we got to just give this kid a hatchet. It's like that scene in Uncle yeah. Buck. You know what a hatchet is? A little off the knee. A little mm. off the elbow. But I just, it just stuck. He's the hatchet man. It's not a full battle axe. A battle axe will kill someone. <laughs> let me, but a hatchet, gotcha. he can just maim you. Let he me give you some of my favorite. Fat. I'll give you some of my favorite David lines from being behind the glass when he's on with callers. My, my couple favorites are uh, no, no, no. This line is only for people that want to go on the air. <laughs> just send a text if you don't want to go on the air. And then the second one is uh, no, no, no. I know what you want to talk to Mike. I know what we're talking about. What do you want to say about it? <laughs> no, <God. laughs> no, my favorite line is when was when a caller gets on air and says, "Hey, Mike, I was just telling the call screener," and David goes, "I have a name. You know my name." <laughs> One or two more, and then we got a jet. What do you got? Oh, uh, by the way, as a serious serious note here, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, this is for the people who bitch that the podcast isn't long enough. First of all, kiss my ass. This is free. Second of all. <laughs> Second of all, to you rat faces who want to bitch and think we're going to give you two hours of a podcast once a week, newsflash, statistically and analytically speaking, no one makes it that far. The best length for a podcast, as I have been told by professionals, by podcasters far more successful than me, by people inside of our advertising department, by people who know this game. 45 minutes is the G-spot. 
Our job is to hit the G-spot every week. 45 minutes. Okay, bye. Hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. Hour and 30 minutes. Four of you right. will listen to it. It doesn't help anybody. All right, see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, you know what? Fuck the mailbag. Oh. That's it. I've learned from the best. We'll do, we'll do the mail, midsummer mailbag. Save the rest. Thanks for listening to Always Aggravated. Thanks for bitching about how long they are. Hope you made it to the end. And we'll talk to you next week. Oh.